0: Let's go Inside. Welcome to the Chopping Wood Inside podcast, the Twin Peaks podcast for conspiracy theorists and aficionados. I'm your host Murphy. Is Tom out there anywhere? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. It's the last week. We're down the stretch. Run. Here we are, dude. How do you feel?
1: Well, there's a you know there's a, a, a conflict within me. I'm so thrilled to have the series finale and what promises to be in just an epic. Um, you know finale and uh but then you know that's it we're gonna not have any more new episodes after sunday and this has really been one of the most uh, my my greatest summer i know that probably you know says a lot about my life but uh, (laughs) this has really been a fantastic summer from may 21st up until september 3rd it's been twin peaks twin peaks twin peaks and uh I just don't want to let it go. And we won't. I certainly won't. But uh, So conflict. I've got conflicted feelings. But uh, I'm uh, anxious to see where we go in part 18 or part 17 and 18. And I uh, want to talk more about part 16 with you as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, we just got a huge, like, super fan, pleasure-filled episode 16. There's so much to talk about. Um, you know, where do we go? Diane, Coop, Judy, the Dreamer, Audrey?
1: Well, you know, one thing I want to – this just occurred to me. Um, That I want to mention do you and this is from the original series the lie and it's probably not relevant because it's from the the second season and it's post uh, Leland's death post uh, murder wrap-up but remember that whole scene at Dead Dog Farm with Jean Renault and Cooper was held captive and then Denise comes in and uh, you know she's got the gun and lifts up her skirt and we have a big showdown and John Renault dies but there's a little monologue that John Renault says to Cooper and it's basically saying how Twin Peaks was this simple place um where you know they could freely run drugs and everyone was happy but then he says like then a pretty girl died and then all this stuff happened like murder and arson all these things happened. and then he basically i think he says that, that like their simple lives, the people in Twin Peaks, their simple lives, their dreams have become a nightmare. And then he ends his soliloquy with saying, maybe you brought the nightmare with you, meaning Cooper, and then maybe it will die with you. So the whole idea of the dreamer, right, this mysterious dreamer that, you know, Cole and Monica Bellucci, that great scene, the idea that someone might be this omniscient dreamer and people or characters might be living within a dream made me think of that particular scene. And before Laura, what he was saying was that everyone was happy and they were living a very kind of idyllic dream. But when Laura died and then Cooper came, everything turned to a nightmare in Twin Peaks. And as we've seen in this series so far, most of the characters, most of the town it has been more on the darker side. And we've talked about that. But maybe here at the end, with Cooper finally back and returning, confronting his shadow self, and maybe Laura Palmer returning as well, that it will go back to that kind of idyllic dream place.
0: Yeah, well, it certainly seemed like, you know, when I didn't really realize it when I first upon first viewing, but seeing that he... Uh, agent Cooper the first thing he did coming out Was like provide some insurance Which is ironic because Dougie was an insurance agent But uh, some, some insurance for um, Janie E uh, And Sonny Jim in the, in the, in the Event that uh, he might die You know and I think that I, I, I thought that maybe he would die at some point During earlier in the, the season but now I really don't want him to because we need season 4 He can't die right We have to, if, if there was going to be a season 4 <laughs> Then he, he would not be able to live I would think or be, be able to uh, die at the end of this, right?
1: Well, that would really be a knife in, you know, I think all of the fans' hearts. <laughs> <Yeah>. If Cooper, <laughs> after 25 years, the end of the original series, Bob is within Cooper, and then we have to wait 25 years, and we see Cooper in the lodge, and he finally gets to leave, and we spend most of the series in Dougie land, and now here with just about two and a half hours left to go, we finally get Agent Cooper, and if we come to the end of it and he dies... Not only sad for all of us, but, you know, Cooper himself, the character, I don't think he does, I don't think his fate is, the destiny is for him to die. I thought like you perhaps that he would, but now I'm thinking like, no, I I don't think Lynch and Frost can do that. I mean, they can do whatever the hell they want, but I hope that they don't because not only for a season four, but I would like to know if, even if we don't get anything after this season, that Cooper has a happy ending. Because of you know what's transpired over the past twenty five years,
0: yeah, I thought that when he was Dougie and we were never sure if he ever was going to snap out of it, um, that that's when I thought, well, okay, maybe he'll just die, you know, and that'll be it. He'll never become the real original Flavor Coop in the real world. But now that we've seen him do it and pop out of it like with ease, <laughs> like it was no big whoop, <laughs> right? then uh, yeah, I definitely wanted to live on. Uh, so there is going to be a reckoning. You know, the other thing that we didn't think about or we, we speculated against for so many weeks was that there would not be like a confrontation like you know mano mano between Cooper and Mr. C but now it seems like there's going to be don't you think
1: well now They're leading
0: towards that kind of
1: yeah possibly and now we have
0: cuz they got the ring i mean he, he was given the ring he's got to put the ring on Mr. C right so that means
1: yeah no and we have a, you know a, likely another cooper that we're going to see in the next 2 hours oh god what manufactured. Do we do call this guy? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I think that there's two ways that that How I think call him Kale, Kale like Cooper. like Kale Lynch Cooper. calls yeah. yeah. There's two ways it can go. It could be just insurance, like you say, for Sonny, Jim, and Janie E. to have Cooper return, but it won't be the, the man that they knew. But it'll be pretty damn close because you know it's a manufactured Agent Cooper, a good Agent Cooper. Um, or it could be that. Cooper wants to be in two places at the same time he's already on the the Learjet with the Mitchum brothers and Candy Mandy and Sandy presumably presumably going to Twin Peaks after they land in Spokane but I think that the reason why he asked the one our man to manufacture use the seed to manufacture another Cooper is to uh to find Laura to fulfill you know Leland's you know, uh, you know, uh, statement that he wanted Cooper to find Laura, and I think whatever she whispered in his ear in part two, he still remembers that. And I think it's very, very relevant. So I think it's maybe not only to protect himself in the case that he dies, that Sonny Jim and Janie have a father figure and a husband, but also. To get Laura to Twin Peaks because everything we've we've seen, whether from the, the fireman and the log lady, Laura's the one, that she is going to play, I think, some pivotal role here at the
0: end. I'm so p- surprised that he would actually trust the winner, man. You know, you've seen all kinds of bad things go haywire from these manufacturing incidents. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right, like, right. He jumps on into it. Well, what another one. I, I just I got out of the 25-year loop. One more me. One more <laughs> me. Let's go. He's, he's anting up again. Well doesn't it
1: oh, see, I want to talk about really the Black Lodge and uh the perceptions of the Black Lodge and how it's changed from the original series and Firewalk with me to this new series because really you know we we haven't had too many scenes in the Black Lodge we had the bulk of them really early on when Cooper was uh, trapped there still and he saw Leland, he saw Laura, we had the one Our man and we had the evolution of the arm, but we haven't seen any other characters in the Black Lodge. Now, after Cooper exited the Lodge and went on his psychedelic journey and then ultimately to, to Dougie Land, the only times that we've returned to the Lodge are when the one Our man has popped up to kind of give Cooper a message and when Ray... Um, died, had the ring on his finger, he showed up there and then Diane. So my question to you is, Is th- the mythology changed in the Black Lodge? Are we seeing not necessarily the Black Lodge, but the waiting room that Cooper saw in the original series? Because in the original series, Cooper was in a series of rooms that could have been just the waiting room and Wyndham Earl could have been in the Black Lodge because we never saw Wyndham Earl until the very end When he confronted Cooper and stabbed him and then Bob showed up and and took his soul. But I'm starting to think that the Black Lodge isn't this the hub of evil that the convenience store or above the convenience store has now replaced that as this this source of, of, of all encompassing darkness and evil.
0: Well, yeah, like I said last episode, I think there's a little good, positive lights uh, going on in the Black Lodge, so po- the so-called Black Lodge. Maybe that's why Mister C called, referred to it as that in episode two. <laughs> the that's called that, you know, Black Lodge. <laughs> I, I I
1: totally agree. I think you're I think you're right about that. It's like
0: that's what uh, he's like. Know, it's not people. that scary. I've already beat this game. I've been beating this game for 25 years. You know, the so-called <laughs> right. Black Lodge. Okay, whatever. that's what these uh, right these mere mortals call it
1: (laughs) but the thing with uh, Mr. C right in his end game of wanting to find the coordinates and we all presume that it's related to the experiment and mother but we don't know what that might mean I came up with something and I don't know you know how valid it, it may or may not be but if say the idea of Mr. C, you know, who has Bob in him, I still suspect that he does have Bob. I know I'm in the minority here. <laughs> but you're uh, I, on I You're going to hold Oh, on I'm hair. holding on, my friend. But um, if that is his um, plan, is to uh, reunite or to somehow find the experiment mother, it could be to obviously circumvent the Black Lodge, that he doesn't want to return to the Black Lodge, that he wants to go to another place. And what I thought was, what we saw in part eight, the rift in time and space from the atomic blast, where we saw the experiment that actually spew out all those eggs and the Bob Bubble, and presumably that's when they came into existence in our realm, but maybe what Mr. C wants to do is return to the realm from which he came, and he needs the experiment to like somehow take him there, that he's going to leave earth and the lodge and the convenience store and everything and go to whence where he
0: came yeah because his dad was not or bob was 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 not from the the black lodge he just got membership there and hung out it's like it's like it's like the friars club or something it's like the old club used to be cool (laughs) and now it's kind of got a little had seen better days and now it's no longer hip like you still get the scary guys and mrs Tremont doesn't you know strike fear in anybody's hearts anymore so yeah so maybe uh, mr c's realizing the you know the convenience store and uh you know mother is where it's at the 21st century evil i could see that yeah, instead of having to go back to the Lodge. Because really, look at, and, like, who the spokesman for the Black Lodge is. It's just the one-armed man. He's on the brink. You know, he's barely there. <laughs> <laughs> Although he looked really good in the last episode. He looked young and sprightly and peppy. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, we, see, we, don't, we don't got a lot of action down there. It seems like they need new, new recruits. Fresh blood. Well, no,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, like I'm saying is that the, uh, the convenience store scenes are far more uh, foreboding than the Lodge. The lodge Shouldn't, still, like,
0: Diane and Dickie Horn, like, be the new, like, members of the Black Lodge and they could, like, take over for the one-armed man? Like, somebody like Diane would be good down there. At least the Talbot. Well, yeah, that, but well, that also
1: it. plays in that that, that the uh, that the lodge is this either waiting room or purgatory, and maybe we still haven't seen what the lodge really represents, and that's something that we posited when when we were talking before the series even began and before we started podcasting what we thought might happen in the series with cooper being trapped for 25 years that he was he would be going that he would be constantly searching for an exit and going to different rooms and different rooms might have different locations and and different time and he would be doing the what basically the major briggs philip Jeffries, you know uh quantum doctor lead who. time jump yeah doctor who thing um and, and it was kind of like the way we
0: envisioned it like the new we thought like okay, the new black lodge could be a lot like the uh, the, the convenience store when he was walking through the stairs and opening it, and there he is suddenly, you know, in a different dimension or a different plane of reality. That's right. kind of how we envision the... Because it is like the waiting room, you know? It can't just be a bunch of series of red curtains, like even though it's an infinite plane, right? Right. Well, that's what I thought that they would do, especially when the Showtime president said that
1: he was thrilled to know when he saw the episodes that the mythology of the Lodge went uh, was explained more. It was more part of the narrative. And when I read that, I was like, "Oh, cool! We're going to see like different like dimensions and different locations through the lodge." But um, I think what you know we're seeing now is it's not necessarily like the lodge; it's more so with that what we saw in part eight and the convenience store, um, and above the convenience store, which that showed us a different location: the motel, uh, the blue, the red diamond motel that was seen in Fire Walk with Me. You know, Cooper went on that little, Mister C went on that little uh, labyrinthian journey and open a door and he was in a different world. See,
0: that's what I thought we were gonna
1: get in the Black Lodge.
0: Yeah, I was wondering, like remember last episode, I said could like the conceivably like the convenience store like, you know, TARDIS on top of like the sheriff's station? Could it like TARDIS on top of the Palmer household? (laughs) And they could be waiting there. Like is there, you know, we think that Cooper's gonna show up, Mr. C or somebody's gonna show up at that that door because of some clips we saw. And so maybe like they're waiting, it's a trap. We're gonna see a trap of some kind.
1: Possibly, I, I, I think that the Palmer House and Sarah Palmer in general is going to play a huge role in how things unfold here um, at the end. Now, how it how it does unfold, I, I don't know. Um, and I still don't know what's in her, like, you know, whatever is possessing her. If I had to guess, I would say it's the jumping man because of what we saw in part um was it part 14 right we saw her face superimposed over over his yes, face it's
0: got to they've got to continue that i would think right. i hope in the next episode. but he was not of part
1: that. of the lodge he was when we saw him the only time we saw him in fire Walk with me was in the above the convenience store scene but uh, that's true we've
0: never seen the jumping man that's true okay in the lodge so, right yeah, yeah. Well, oh nice hey
1: there's something else i wanted to talk about with the ring something that's really really been bothering me and uh I, I kind of came up with some kind of theory and I want your thoughts and, and maybe you can expound is the idea that you know or the you know with Dougie having the owl cave ring like the actual Dougie Jones when we're first introduced to him with Jade he has the owl cave ring and then obviously when Cooper returns he gets sucked in and you know he disintegrates gold orb and uh, and the ring you know drops to the floor but and then we see the ring again with, with Ray but I was always wondering like, how did Dougie get that ring because it seems like you know what well, it seems like we know that he was manufactured from Mister C and we know now that the ring represents um, like something that that uh, that allows the the person wearing it when they die to go directly to the lodge.
0: Yeah, so, he was wearing it already, just walking around wearing it. You don't see. Well, that. We don't what, know. Wasn't for how Teresa how- Banks also wearing it in me?
1: Yeah, but what I was thinking of is that since Mr. C had this this whole plan in place that what he did was that he entrusted the ring to Duncan Todd, who we know was um, hiring these hitmen to eliminate Dougie, so Duncan Todd probably gave the ring to Sizemore's character, who worked with Dougie, who was a friend, told him to wear the ring and then replace it with his wedding ring. So then, then uh, Sizemore got the wedding ring, gave it back to Duncan Todd, who gave it back to Mister C, and then when Mister C met Major Briggs, whenever that was, um, maybe at the zone, maybe you know when he his head came from his body at some point. Either made, you know, Briggs swallow it or some at that moment, that's where Briggs got the ring from Mr. C. So that's, that's the only thing that I can think of that makes any sense with this cycle of Dougie and the ring related to Mr. C.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if that's completely insane. Relevant. Yeah, you're still holding on to the ring thing. How'd the ring get in the Major Pigs' stomach? I'm uh, that's not a good holding. And you're, yeah, you're still tracking the ring's progress. That's very interesting. Although, well, like, I... don't you think Dougie would notice if, like, Tom Sizemore like just exchanged his wedding ring for an owl ring? He wouldn't look down and <laughs> he wasn't that dumb, right?
1: Well, no, I don't think it was one of these like where he got too much to drink and he slipped it off and then put it on. There just had to be something, you know. Maybe he just looked uh, at him some... with
0: that's weird because that's what he said when he was in the lodge. <laughs> I've just <laughs> tried to.
1: Now that we're so close to the end, I'm trying to um, put the puzzle pieces together. I, I've always been trying to put the puzzle pieces together to all these little mysteries that we've uh, we've we've seen that's been you know un- unveiled from the very beginning. And the most really perplexing for me has been Briggs's role in Dougie land by having the ring in his belly and Dougie actually wearing the ring. So this is the only solution that I have come up with. And it's not interesting, but it's I think plausible.
0: <laughs> well, I like that you're tracking it at least. I really hope what are the odds you think we're gonna see major briggs somehow at the end. I would love to see some major briggs.
1: Yeah, I do too. Do you think love. that um you know what the thing is
0: he's kinda like lost. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what his fate is. He's just kinda out there. You know what I mean? I'd love to have some sort of closure on where the fuck he is, and hopefully he's in a good place.
1: Well, I agree. The, uh, the other thing with Briggs, the other mystery with Briggs is his fingerprints showing up at 15 different crime <laughs> scenes before Buckhorn, Still holding right? on to that one, too, yeah. <laughs> well, I got a theory on that one. You want okay, to hear let's this? Hear it. No, let's hear it. Okay. Well, what if it's the whole thing, like your Doctor Who thing? See, I've never seen Doctor Who, so I can't really... I, I've seen Quantum Leap, so I can do the Quantum Leap. That you know, he's jumping backwards and forwards in time. That maybe what he was doing since he was omniscient himself, he could predict events or see events in the future, that the crime scenes are somehow related to Mr. C. That if someone was savvy enough in the military or ultimately the FBI could put together the prints that Briggs' that Briggs's prints at these crime scenes might be related to Mr. C and could connect the dots, but maybe someone wasn't savvy enough to do it. Um, that's the only thing that I can come Ding, up with. Dean, I think and that's break... it.
0: They weren't savvy enough. We've been seeing the FBI being like, you know, they're, they're showed as moves <laughs> essentially.
1: <laughs> right, right. Especially right. last
0: episode when that guy was just ramming his Mercedes, who I happen to think is not just a guy, but uh, uh, they could have stopped that, right? They could have, you know, they didn't do anything. It was right in front of them, literally.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, I mean, what are they doing? Wilson? I mean, these are
0: feds, right?
1: It's Wilson's fault. He's a moron. So, hey, let's talk about Diane and uh, let's that Let's talk whole about thing. Diane. Yeah, because that was my big is...
0: impression. Would you like that season one? Let's talk about Laura.
1: Oh, when, uh, with uh, with Jacoby, right? <laughs> Jacoby, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. That was Keep yeah. Going. Stick with the cold, my friend. Stick with the cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So you tell. I, I want to ask you. Do you think the real Diane? Because that obviously was the tulpa Diane. Do you think the real Diane is alive? And if she is, is she trapped in the same
0: motel that Jeffries is? Oh well, I would like to think that she is alive, you know. And they've kind of given us clues that she might be, and everyone's freaking out about Naido being poss- possibly some sort of reincarnated version of Diane, or she could be trapped in. I mean, that's the whole thing. This ties into the whole Audrey thing. Like, is there some sort of weird, where they're all trapped in some hellish lodge purgatory, like you know, multiple characters or something? The ones that are the good souls. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But uh, what do you think?
1: Well, with with Diane, I don't think in these final two hours because. I don't, I don't think we have enough time. I don't think that... Um, if anything, it would be like a season four thing, especially Laura Dern being Lynch's muse. If, if yes. they go into... Dude, I, I think can was, see
0: that. When I saw that image, I was like, dude, that's like going to be on a poster or a giant... But I do yeah. feel like that she could come back somehow.
1: Right. I, I agree. that, But I don't think that we're going to get it here at the finale. The only thing that is a little... Not the only thing, but many things that are confusing, but the, the, uh, really with Diane saying that um, I am in the sheriff station... And uh, right before she pulls the gun out, and then she's plugged, and uh, like that somehow, I would Dude. think, and we talked about this is tied to Naido, right? Yeah. But yeah, I don't think be. she's Naido. I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't think that. Why not? I don't think. Well, because I don't think it's one of those like like I said, the Scooby Doo thing that she's going to rip her face off and it's going to or take
0: her face off and it's going to be Diane. I think that. Well, was um, like somehow Mr. C able to like return her into that? You know what I mean? Because it's like would be like torture to be stuck not being able to talk or see. It's not being able to like. Smoke any cigarettes, or you know, what I'm saying, say fuck you, and so it would be like a torturous reincarnation version of her. That's not cool. Yeah, I mean, but I just think that. since, I so just maybe. think,
1: well, I just think since Diane was taken to the convenience store above the convenience store, and that's where her tulpa was created, and then she, you know, obviously went back to her life. That there's no real for me. There's not a strong connection with Naido. Now, Naido could be anyone. If and and if I had to, you know, place my bets on who Naido really is. I would say Judy, but um, and not Diane. I don't think that Diane is. I don't think we're going to see Diane in Twin Peaks. I don't think we're going to see her at um, uh, the sheriff station. I think it was a perfect ending for Diane yeah. in the lodge, but open ended. Presumably, yeah. the real Diane for maybe a, a subsequent season.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. And she went out like a champ, man. That was like oh, just a, so yeah. like she heard her character was, I mean, again, I keep saying this, but Grace Zabriskie and Kyle and she, she can nominate her, man, for a fucking Emmy or a golden, whatever it is. Cause she did great work. Great. I know this is like the year of Laura Dern. Apparently I haven't watched anything else. She's in, uh, but she's doing, she's boy, she really fucking killed it. And uh, this was a great way to go out for her.
1: Yeah, she was, yeah, she was great. Now there's a couple of things I really want to dive into with Diane, like even before, um uh, the the scene with uh, Cole Tammy and Albert is when she gets that message from Mr. C and we talked about this um the the smiley well it wasn't a smiley face it all, but it was it was a yeah, smiley face all. with a nose
0: which I just it took me a while to realize that yeah right Now <laughs>
1: now Mr. C sent that after little Dickie Horn was electrocuted
0: but the message didn't go through correct No it was 204 or something and it didn't go through at night and then it comes through later Right. So maybe I'm not sure. We don't know. But I
1: always suspected that he was sending the uh, the messages to either another party or through another server. Because remember, Albert said, I think, in part 10, that the message that Diane received from him, the first one that they that they received was from a, a server in Mexico. So maybe that's because
0: yeah. the, because there's been so. Or what about that Argentinian? Let that little that little thing we saw that like he called in episode five or whatever. What about that? Oh geez, that's so perplexing, right? <laughs> I mean, we thought it was little Phil Jeffries, that, but it's not. We, we don't did. Even know what that is. That was just completely mysterious. Like, what is the right. connection? Maybe that's Judy down there. We we'll well, you know what's going something. to
1: happen, right? The, yeah. the very last shot of the series is going to be the return of that black box. And instead of like being you know horizontal, it's going to be vertical. And it's going to ape the monolith from 2001. <laughs> and we're going to see a little Jerry Horn baby inside that monolith. And the credits are going yeah, to Yeah, I
0: thought Jerry's going to come out and dance around it like a monkey. <laughs> I
1: like both of those ideas. That sounds good. Right, yeah. right, right. No, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's almost like looking back now. The, when the black, bo- when Cooper, Mister C called that black box uh, at Yankton Federal Prison, when the cow jumped over the moon, it seems like when that turned into that little whatever that ob- that kind of metallic object, then whatever that represented ended because we've had no other scenes with it. No one's called it. Mister C's had no more messages. So that message, what I thought was uh, a, uh, a kind of a veiled clue about uh, Cooper's journey. That he somehow made it out past their, past his, uh, uh, past the hitman. Like he, you know, he's out there basically. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't killed like Mister C had planned, and that he was working with Jeffries. But somehow that message caused that black box to turn into that object, and it's it hasn't been relevant since. So I don't think we're gonna get. It. I would really like to know because I think it's tied to Jeffries. But it didn't look like a teapot to me. Like Should we start writing box.
0: lists? We, we could probably do a list, like chalkboard it up, and figure out like what like plot devices are no longer gonna, are not going to be in the finale, like that probably, the ring, Dougie's ring, things like we start knocking off. Well, these are going to be box things, monster, <laughs> right?
1: These are going to be things that we're going to be talking about for years to come, and I think that's part of the genius of Lynch and Frost, like creating yeah. these, and they very well may not know. The answers, answers to some of these little mysteries. Oh, I'm sure they don't. They're just yeah. like, like,
0: a lot of these are just his ideas that he comes up with. These like just images, you know. He right. Doesn't know what the fuck they mean. Right.
1: So. so it's it's fascinating. But but the coordinates, right? So the big thing that I want to talk about with Diane and the coordinates, I want to ask you. Mr. C said he had uh, two sets of coordinates from three different oh, people. Oh, I'm so
0: sick of talking about coordinates, not anymore more coordinates, no! Well, oh, well, I would ge- never want to see, because I was looking at some, like, map for work today, of writing something, and I saw coordinates for a certain <laughs> town in Germany. I was like, oh, they really do have the coordinates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear the coordinates talk, but I'll be glad to not talk about coordinates for a while. Well, no, series.
1: I just want to ask you, who are the two that match? We know it's Ray, obviously, Ray and Jeffries, Jeffries, and yeah. Diane, right?
0: Well, Diane's was incomplete, so it didn't match. So I thought Ray's and Phillip's matched, and then Diane's was incomplete because she didn't put the last two numbers.
1: All right? Wait, did she actually, when she, remember when yeah, she... Yeah, did she w- put all
0: the, did she put the final two? I didn't count it. You should know this. This is like coordinates corner with Tom. Like, what just <laughs> were all the numbers... <laughs> well, didn't she... And we never act- saw her hit enter, did we? Or so We saw her, we didn't see her actually push it the... Uh, but you saw a reaction of her face pushing it, right? Saying, I hope this works. Did she actually what, push the button? Push yeah, something? no. And then didn't she do the thing where she looked herself and it came
1: to Twin Peaks? So she yeah. had to have the coordinates. Yeah. But did she not actually send him
0: all the coordinates?
1: Because that's what I think.
0: That's yeah, what that's I the think. theory. I think a lot of people think that. And that's I, think, what, I think. I guess I think that too because it makes sense because she did. How would she have known the last two coordinates? They're bl- smudged. You know what I mean? She had to make those up. She's like – uh She's making shit up. The final two, maybe she just guessed. The last two it didn't work, and she's gonna. What well, didn't
1: the next she say? Plus two, whatever. Like coordinates, plus two. Plus two. Yeah,
0: but I thought there was like some pho- hipped on phonics type. You know, four, like, eight, nine, mark- twelve. She was th- thinking yeah. about the numbers, but yeah, it was a mystery. I couldn't. I mean, how many coordinates or how many numbers are in the real coordinates? Do you know?
1: Well, I I, I, don't, I mean, from like her last text, it looked like there was at least, like, I don't know, between 12? 14 uh, and 18, maybe? Anyway,
0: yeah, so what's your point? Let's keep going.
1: <laughs> well, I just wanted to know what you thought, who were, are you giving me lip, my friend?
0: Are you no, sassin? it's just the
1: coordinates. I'm saying the coordinates thing
0: drives me a little out it. it,
1: It's so relevant, obviously, to Mr. C's Endgame. And uh, and uh, there's another thing I'm going to keep talking about. I'm just going to really badger you with these coordinates. I'm going to make you talk no, let's about let's get
0: off them. the coordinates. Keep going. Keep going with the coordinates. No okay, problem. no,
1: but um, I just want to know, for me, it's like, if 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 Jeffries and Ray gave him false coordinates, it was obviously to that location where little Dicky, uh, Mister C, was with little Dickie Horn.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, it, but see, Ray, how would Ray trick him to that? You know, what I'm saying Ray wouldn't be able to do that. You know. Well, no, but he Ray, to Ray create got those a trap for him. He wouldn't know him unless
1: someone told him about it. Well, see, that's yeah. what's so perplexing is because Ray got the coordinates from Hastings' secretary. Which is on Ruth Davenport's arm, which is are the same coordinates that Diane has. But right. if Jeffries was talking to Ray, couldn't he just give him the coordinates or the false coordinates to give Mr. C if he was really trying to kill him or yeah. whoever was trying to kill yeah. him? Yeah. Because he had Although them I don't know if like
0: Jeffries has like a notepad and that tea kettle. I don't know if he has it, it to <laughs> record, but yeah.
1: Okay, well, we'll get off the coordinates, but I, I do want to just say one thing or actually ask you. Well, no, I think enough. you're right,
0: though. I think you're probably, guess what? I think that fucking Cooper or Mr. C is going to still be chasing them goddamn coordinates when you see him again, so it does matter, right? So, well, yeah.
1: Well, do you, do you think that Cooper's sense, Agent Cooper's sense of urgency to get to Spokane and ultimately to Twin Peaks? Now, I'm not sure what I think about this, but I, I really... Want just like with Hawk in Glasserberry Grove in Part Two, I wanted some closure with that. Other than being a standalone scene, I want some reference to the second date on Briggs's message, the ten two at two fifty
0: three. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
1: And so, do you think maybe like
0: Cooper? I still it, think that there's possibility because what day is it now? Do we know like in the timeline? Has it passed? Is it past ten two?
1: Well, who the hell knows, right? No idea, I mean, yeah. in, in theory, <laughs> yes, but. You know, Mr. C's timeline. Well, all one of the other life.
0: opportunities was was uh, like Becky or not Becky, but uh, like Steven and, and and you know what's her name, Gersten. in the woods in the day. That seemed like the next day. You know.
1: Well, yeah, but there's been other inconsistency uh, inconsistencies, with, obviously with Bobby. Uh, that the scene with uh, inside oh, the yeah, double we have no R. Idea. <laughs> yeah, so we have no idea. But if but it, being tied to Naito, obviously they that's who they found on ten one two fifty three. And her connection, obviously, with, with Cooper from Part Three. If there's something else, and if it's related to the symbol, the you know the experiment symbol, and if that's what Mister C is really kind of after, and if really it's it's tied to that time and uh, and location, if that's what Cooper, that's his that's his sense of urgency to getting, because you would think that Cooper would want to talk to Cole as opposed to just giving. Bushnell a message. Yeah,
0: you think and he knows that it's, he's got to get there by ten two by 253? Maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But I also think, but, and obviously creating the, the tulpa, or giving the one-armed man his hair to create the tulpa, that's why I think that his tulpa is going after Laura is because it's so late in the game, uh, for Cooper, he was in Dougie Land for so long that he can't be in two places at one time. That he needs help, and I just hope we don't get in the, the final episode this like you know uh, Keystone Cop scene in the Black topper, Lodge topper, with four <laughs> with four <laughs> Coopers and Dougie <laughs> running amok and uh, and having some kind of wacky uh, you know Battle of Mente score in the background. I'd probably love it, but uh, well, who I mean, the hell I mean, knows? if
0: he's already cre- I mean, how many Tulpas did Mister C create? You know, in the last 25 years. Yeah, we don't right? know,
1: right? And who else besides Diane? Right. Well, one thing I want to ask about that, Diane said in the last episode that when Mr. C went to visit her, she was still working at the FBI. And, you know, what we saw of Mr. C in, like, part two, that he seemed to—well, not seen, but he had access to the FBI, like, you know, inside info, passwords— And I always thought maybe that, you know, he was getting that information from Diane, and that was part of the reason why he created the Diane Tulpa. But if Diane left the FBI at some point after their meeting, what use was Diane? Because she wasn't uh, clued in on anything. And how could he foresee the events, uh, you know, how many years later of her, you know, being Uh, asked by Cole and Albert to join their team and go to Buckhorn and and ultimately get these coordinates. So that's a little sketchy to me.
0: Yeah, like think about that. Like, Did she know the entire time that she was a Tulpa or did it somehow get triggered in her memory uh, when when everybody showed up and started talking about Coop again and then really triggered whenever she saw Coop for the first time and then got doubly triggered here in the last episode when she started getting the text and it seemed like all these memories came rushing back and she realized what she was.
1: No. Yeah, it it really is that, that whole just this, this final like set piece or this scene with Diane or the two scenes at the bar and then ultimately in the hotel room and her story it gives so much so many layers to her character and so many mysteries that uh, like we just talked about that I think we're going to be you know you know kind of discussing for for years on end because there are so many answers so many questions but it doesn't that, seem
0: to me that like everyone's like okay or at least Andy said you know everyone's after Nido. You know,
1: be well, He said she was very important, right? And people want to kill her.
0: People want to kill her, yeah. So w- why would people want to kill Diane? You know, it, that doesn't make sense. It seems like Naida would have to be like Laura or the Dreamer or Judy or somebody.
1: I agree. No, I agree. I don't think it's Diane. And uh, um, I, I just think the idea of her saying, I'm in the sheriff station, I, 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 who the hell knows what that Doesn't it have be? to be the
0: woodsmen that are coming for oh. someone in the sheriff's station? Right? Well,
1: yeah, I would think so, yeah. Or the jumping man or Sarah. Um, I don't think Mr. C is going to show up unless he is in disguise, incognito as Cooper. Um, I've heard some people <laughs> talk about, remember that scene when Andy's getting the clues and we see Andy and Lucy and Lucy looks disoriented. Yeah. Yeah. And some people are speculating that Andy is pushing her ahead to actually pick out who the real Which Cooper one's the real is. Cooper? Oh, yeah. that's a
0: good, I like that theory. <laughs> All I, I know, know is I the one like that we him. saw, Andy saw, that image of him was not the, that was a double evil Cooper. I would say that's a, maybe that's the clue. You know what I mean? What like do you mean? He's gonna, well, he saw. Like, we, you were like, "That's kind of weird that when, when he saw the split Coopers uh, when he visited the oh, fireman, yeah. that the the good Cooper looked pretty fucking evil." You know what I mean? He did. And like, so yeah. that maybe it's some sort of clue that like the first Cooper you see that looks like Cooper is not Cooper. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's a hint or something. No, it I think ties so into your theory <laughs> that they're doing a lineup, pick out <laughs> the. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, no. It's not my theory. It's other people. I, I don't personally subscribe to it. I don't. I don't want to see this. Uh, I don't know, cheesy 70s game show is like who's no, the real... Who's Cooper, yeah. Yeah, who's Cooper and who's not. I hope it's something a little bit more mysterious. I, but, don't think the um, real Co- I don't
0: think Mr. C could pull that off either. He doesn't look like he's pretty stiff. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he could uh, perfectly right. mimic the real Cooper.
1: Well, we talked about... We thought... Both of us thought that, well, over time, that the image of Cooper driving that we've seen in the Showtime teaser was Mr. C impersonating Cooper. Yeah,
0: I think it is now, right? Unless it's the, doppel, unless it's the third doppel, uh, Kale Cooper. That's who I think. Laura, yeah, Kale yeah, Cooper. Yeah,
1: because... Because Cooper doesn't, Agent Cooper still doesn't have his FBI pin. Like he lost it when he went. This is through turning the into Orphan Black,
0: form. dude, with all the different doppel's. Dude, what is that? Is that a TV show? It's a lot of clones. Yeah, we're getting a lot of. We've, this is our fourth. Yeah, there's the there's the,
1: yeah. yeah, there's some there's some yeah. uh, it's it's going a little tulpa crazy I think yeah. here at the end. I mean it's 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 an addition to the mythology, right? Tulpas. We had doppelgangers before. Now it seems like doppelgangers have been replaced by these tulpas. But getting back to this, whoever this. Uh, You know, Cooper is that we've all seen in the trailer in this teaser, a driving shot. He has the FBI pin. Agent Cooper doesn't. So either. It's you know one of the three. It's either well, didn't Cooper, Mr. C?
0: Didn't Caitlin, one of our our fans, like number one fan, like spot the FBI pin uh, that Mr. C was using as like a head, a pin, a hairpin, Japanese hairpin, or samurai? Oh you know yeah, is that true? Yeah, Did she, you investigate that? Because that was no, compelling.
1: I saw that she, I saw her tweet on that, and uh, it's fascinating. I don't know if we can, anyone can really kind of get that close in to see what exactly it is. Too. That's but compelling. That <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a little drop, would, a little, drop, would, little visual That drop, would be. Yeah. Can you imagine if like he's getting a haircut? Like some kind of super stylized, and the, the pin, at least he's holding the pin, and it's like, you know, and uh, that's the final out of the hair, and then that's the final piece. You or it drops. Drop on the ground
0: makes that ring. Yeah. yeah oh, see, yeah.
1: No, that would be good. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we're so close to the end. We have so many questions, which is fabulous, but um, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't, I forgot about that. but I want to know, know why the Mitchell brothers,
0: whenever they called from the hospital last time, why they didn't like act surprised that Dougie was wanting to speak to them out of the coma. They just acted cool, they didn't even <laughs> mention it.
1: Wait, pub? was the first time is when Bushnell handed the phone to, to Cooper? Yeah, they were
0: like, Dougie's in a coma. And then they finally, they, they call, hey, Dougie, wants to talk to you. And they, Dougie was like, I'm coming down and you need this and that. We're going to plane." And they were like, no problem, Dougie, whatever you want, baby. And then they said like, hey, Dougie, we're going to, Dougie wants to go to Spokane. He's like that, Dougie, what's he up to now? You know, but they never said like, hey, the dude's out of his fucking coma.
1: Yeah, it was just like, uh, perfectly, yeah, you think the normal response would be, uh, hey, you're away.
0: Great to have you back. Yeah, and then when they were in the uh, the limo later, like when he said, so you're an FBI agent, I would have like mentioned, well, there were some FBI agents outside of your house that got involved in a crazy <laughs> gunfight with thousands of rounds, right. killed, people dead. They didn't mention that either. Yeah, the
1: Mitchum brothers, uh, it's fascinating to, to, to see their arc uh, when we're first oh, no, introduced so to them. Menacing. They're so menacing. They're like a couple of Mr. <laughs> Eddies from Lost Highway, and now they're just a couple of softies um, and uh, willing to you know get on gas up the jet, and uh, even Cooper being an FBI guy. Going to a sheriff's department, you know, with all their mob ties and everything. They really uh, did a one eighty. And uh, uh, did you see the thing that I tweeted about uh, Candy? Uh, her anagram. I was doing anagrams last night. Yeah,
0: Diano or Diane C.
1: C. Diane. Yeah, C. Diane. Yeah, and then Linda, the mysterious Linda from the Fireman's Clue. There's like four letters in Diane. I think it's it's D I A N, like L Diane and then C Diane. So
0: Candy, Linda, Naida were all quasi anagrams oh, and- for Diane.
1: Yeah, that's, I think, another thing. I still don't think uh, she has anything to do with anything. What with are the, the three DVDs, letters that but... don't
0: match in the three characters? Well,
1: that's O really for games. Naito and yeah. C for Candy and L for Linda.
0: Well, that doesn't spell anything. Call, lock.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, wait. What was that? C, L, and O. Cole. Clo. C-O-L. Co- that's call, but not Cole. Well, it's maybe well. well minus, minus Janey E. So missed, e Janie yeah, maybe e, there's P. another
0: one that's a Diane anagram and the we'll
1: concerns. just take the E from Janie E and then you got okay. Cole oh well there you go well, I don't know what that means though <laughs> I have no idea either I think we're <laughs> all right we're going down the rabbit hole where should we go next okay one question about the dreamer and uh, remember the um, the scene in part 10 where Cole was in his room and Albert knocked on the door and then he yes, saw Laura I saw Laura. and then remember you, you, you saw the uh, was it the outside of the door like is that kind of shutter didn't it kind of move up when Tammy went to the door there were some camera uh, tricks. Well, no, when the
0: doorknob, and when she when she walked down that hallway, uh, like the next scene later, uh, the doorknob moved. It gave a little one of those, like just like when someone ki- like when Chantal killed killed somebody, like uh, the, the little swizzle, that weird uh, with yeah. Duncan
1: Todd and, and Roger, yeah. Yeah, 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 and with Phyllis too, right?
0: Yeah, with Phyllis as well, yeah, yeah. So
1: okay, my thing is that, and then obviously a couple episodes later in part fourteen, Cole has the whole uh, Monica Bellucci dream. And it goes into great detail about the Upanishads. You know, we are like the dreamer who lives inside the dream. Um, but my thinking with that Laura vision image that Cole saw and Cole having the Monaco Bellucci dream and who is the dreamer, that the dreamer very well, uh, may very well be Laura Palmer in some fashion. Now, what that means, I don't know. But I always suspected it had something to do with Cooper because... In Cole's dream, he said that Cooper was there and we didn't see all of Cooper's image and that maybe Cooper or Mr. C or you know one of the you know, ver- doppelgangers of, of Cooper was this, the, the dreamer. But now I'm starting to think that the dreamer might be Laura and, and, and still she might be Judy, that the dreamer and Laura and Judy might be one and the same. And the reason why I, I put Judy in there is from Fire Walk With Me the whole reason, not the reason, but the real kind of slam dunk uh, uh, scene from Cole's dream was seeing Jeffrey show up back in 1989 at the Philadelphia offices. And uh, he didn't say it here in in part 14, but in Fire Walk With Me, he said, we live inside, oh, he did say it We Live Inside a Dream, but in Fire Walk With Me, The Missing Pieces, he said that he was with Judy at the convenience store which is within the dream, so I still th- I think there's a connection between Judy, the dreamer, and Laura Palmer.
0: I do think that Laura somehow could maybe be the dreamer because it almost seems like her little golden orb could have come down and just like reimagined a whole new world. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if the world was ruined, she just she cleansed it, and it's all through her eyes. She's the goddess uh, creator.
1: I agree. Perhaps. And what didn't the Log Lady say? I mean, she she said is the one, but didn't she also say, like? during her, basically, her, her last scene, you know, when she was dying, that watch out for the one. Didn't yeah, she say under the... Like a blue pine mountain, under the moon. And Dude, that could be a reference to gonna, the dreamer oh. and not necessarily the
0: experiment. Oh, that's interesting. I always thought yeah, it would be possible. like Sarah, Sarah Palmer or like Mr. C or someone watching out for like it was going to be a bad person, bad guy.
1: It could be you know, that she was giving Hawk a warning, you yeah. think? Yeah. Yeah, but Hawk, I think, you know, he knew from his living map... What that symbol represented, and it was right there above Blue Pine Mountain. So I think the Log Lady's clue was uh, more than that, or a different a different tack. I think it might have been related to to Laura, just a reinforcement that Laura is not only the one, but key to that specific location. She
0: says Laura's the one, and why does she go? Why does she she just watch for the one? Why didn't she say watch for Laura? why she always going to give us these riddles well then a yeah you, <laughs> we should, the a
1: final little uh, mystery right at the end right
0: <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah so you think I still think like you know Hawk was afraid of you know not wanting to talk about that thing you know on the on the mountain and it seems like she brought it back you know it's back there it's, it's back on top of mind. so she, I think that someone's going to deal with that thing in the next two hours
1: yeah yeah I mean do you think that is the big evil that we're going to see um, here in the finale
0: yeah I think so right
1: well, the i the woodsmen
0: are somehow involved, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's just, I mean, I think it just could defy so much expectations. I don't even, I, I really don't know. And uh, But I think it's going to be something that we have not expected or predicted. <laughs> well, obviously so we things are it. not
1: only converging on Twin Peaks, but they're converging, at least from, you know, the investigation in Buckhorn and now Cooper um, to the, the sheriff's department, specifically the sheriff's station, which has got to be completely tied into Naido and her presence there. So um, what yeah. unfolds there? Who gets there first or not? I don't think Mr. C is going to show up actually at the, the sheriff's station. I think he's going to wherever the coordinates that Diane just sent him. I believe those are going to be the legit coordinates for him. And it's not going to be the sheriff's station. It's going to be um, probably a location near Jackrabbit's palace or near uh, Blue Pine
0: Mountain. Um, and then, Do you know those coordinates are real and like someone like is actually marked on Google Maps that it's the Black Lodge if you go in there? Well, it's, the, what, it's the location in Glastonbury Grove uh, no they just whatever the coordinates are I don't know exactly where it is but it's in northeastern uh, Washington and if you click on it it fucking says the Black Lodge dude someone's marked oh, it.
1: it oh they did <laughs> Yeah, well, that's great was it uh, part of Bill Hastings zone
0: website it's yeah, final act as posthumous act is Bill Hastings' major. it's called the Bill Hastings Memorial Black Lodge posting <laughs> on Google Maps we worked hard for that
1: Oh god! Well, okay. Hey, let's let's talk about Audrey because that was another big thing in the last uh, episode that I don't think we were able to get too deep oh, into.
0: Man, this one is a complete mind bender. Of you know, it's like God. I have no idea, dude. It seems like she's trapped in some sort of lodge hell herself, like in some sort of her own little reality in the convenience store. Maybe she. Uh, the fact that she, you know. Uh, had a child from the double Seed with uh, a Lodge member with Bob and – you know, maybe that get permanently marks her and has kept her soul. Like maybe Bob got her soul when that happened and she's, she's trapped, you know? Yeah. It's got to be Lodge-related because of the reverse uh, band and all that shit. That was clearly not real. So I think it's got to be – or maybe convenience store-related, I guess you could say. But Bob-related, you know.
1: Well, right. yeah. The one thing with the Roadhouse that's very curious because I think that whole scene – was not real. Um, I'm not saying all the Roadhouse scenes aren't real, but I think the conversations in that booth are probably a part of um, Audrey's uh, like co- dream construct or some, whatever her mental condition is and not necessarily real. But some of the other scenes at the Roadhouse are real. But thinking about the Roadhouse in general from the original series, there were two instances, first in episode 14, uh, the reveal of Leland as the killer when uh, Margaret the log lady shows up at the sheriff's station there's a great shot where we see Cooper and and Truman in the background and she appears in, in frame in the foreground with the log and then Cooper and Truman approach and she says we don't know uh, we don't know where or when uh, but there are logs at the road there are owls at the roadhouse." And I think we've talked a little bit about this before. Obviously, we know that Cooper saw the giant at that particular moment who says, it is happening again. And if you look at the log lady, it looks like she is actually seeing him as well. But that's still a little murky. But there's also, towards the end of the series, with Annie and Cooper, I believe they're kissing, they're dancing, and they kiss when Annie says that she's going to enter the Miss Twin Peaks contest. The giant appears again and does the no, the slow motion no. So <laughs> at the roadhouse. So he showed up. The two locations that we've seen the giant in the real world. Now, we've seen him at, in the, the Black Lodge or the waiting room and this new domain, which we presume might be the White Lodge. But in the real world, we've only seen him in, seen him in Cooper's room which is at the Great Northern, and we know that something you know, mysterious is going on there with that hum, which it could be, I think, directly tied to the Lodge now, since we just saw uh, the one our man in this last episode get Bushnell out of the room with that hum to talk to Cooper. And the other I place wouldn't think that that is the Roadhouse.
0: I wouldn't think the Great Northern hum is from the one our man. You know what I mean? It is maybe from the Lodge and the road. Have we heard a hum at the Roadhouse?
1: No, 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 no. I'm just saying the giant was also at the Roadhouse. Yeah. He was yeah, at the Great Northern. So those two locations, I think, might be like like, kind of like you know, hubs for obviously, you know, spiritual shenanigans of some sort. And Audrey, yeah, obviously, the follow
0: the trees. The Great Northern was made out of trees. You know, it's like the, these things have been around for a long time. They hold spirits.
1: Well, yeah, but also related to Audrey, we know that she has obviously ties to the Great Northern because, you know, her father runs it. And um, the Roadhouse— that was, um, obviously these scenes here in the, the final couple of episodes are related to her, the people in the booth we think, and then her dance here at the end at the Roadhouse. So I'm just trying to make some kind of connection. I don't have any answers. I don't know where Audrey is. I, the one thing I do really, really strongly believe is that it's not a coma. And the reason why I don't think it's a coma, even though I think a lot of things are in place for it maybe to be a coma, is because <clears> – <throat> excuse me – of little Dickie Horn saying that you know, his mother had this you – know, had a picture of Cooper. You know, whether, you know, at her bedside or wherever. And I don't think that Audrey, you know, if she was in a coma from the bank explosion at the end of the original series, that obviously she wouldn't have been able to get a picture of of Cooper. And I don't think any of her family members would have propped a little picture of Cooper there. So and plus little Dickie Horn having a memory of that, he had to have been at least four or five and presumably a little older. So it would have been after the, the events of the uh, the explosion. So I don't think it's a coma, but her like her being like obviously raped by Mr C and the little Dickie Horn being the spawn, that opens up a whole can of worms. But I think is directly tied into whatever Audrey State is right now, whether that's somehow tied into the lodge or the above the convenience store, I don't know.
0: Uh, Well, or it could just be the end of her. That could be it for the season. Maybe she comes back if there's another season, but that's it. We don't see any more of her. Yeah, we
1: talked about that, right? Yeah, it's like. Would you rather
0: that happen or would you rather it actually tie into the main story? Because I'm just having trouble seeing how it ties in, you know? It's like, you know what? It almost feels like her time, is. I've said this before, feels like that it should have gone to Laura Palmer. You know, it's like just so, it's just such an an unexpected uh, turn for me. I can't, I still can't figure it out.
1: Well, I, I'm glad that I we're love getting, it though.
0: God, that last scene. I've watched it probably ten times. It's fantastic. Like it's just so just it's I mean, it's fan service and it's beautiful and it's but it's just weird and uh just perfect for Twin Peaks. It's an iconic scene.
1: It is. I'm glad for Audrey we talked about this, for her to have some kind of meaty role. I mean she hasn't had a lot of screen time, but it's it's become more and more fascinating with each subsequent scene. But like you, I don't know how it ties into uh, the ultimate narrative and how it would tie into either mr. C's storyline or Cooper's I think you know a lot of people might suspect that Cooper is going to rescue her again and that yeah. they're somehow tied together yeah maybe
0: some romantic like between them I'm like what that does not yeah but there's just there's just not a lot of time for that
1: no. um, and I don't know if it will so a part of me would be, fine with what we got at the uh, end of last episode it's so mysterious just like with maybe what you know where the real diane is that could be another big plot device for a season four as opposed to getting a definitive answer of what is going on with audrey or where she is because unless it's really really rock solid uh, i don't really want to go there because there's just not enough time and uh, I don't want it to be shoehorned into you know the the, the narratives of, of Mr. C and uh, and uh, and Cooper.
0: Yeah, it feels like this is just going to be the Mr. C uh, Cooper c- confluence, and that's it's going to be that. Like what? Else? I mean, there'll be maybe some Sarah Palmer. It's going to be the sheriff station, probably the roadhouse, you know. But like, there's not a lot of time to, to solve all this stuff. And I think that might be the genius of them if they want to have another season is they're going to they're going to set up these you know great and super mysterious storylines, but a lot of them they're not going to answer, you know. And they're going to say, okay, you want to see another one then to another season right Maybe. yeah kind of leave yeah. them hanging unless they yeah. kill off I mean, cooper and that's it you know <laughs> and they're all like in yeah. heaven with the angels in the lodge at the end uh i don't know man yeah it's, i don't I, mean, I... I don't even want to speculate in some regards because it's like this is it this is the moment uh, i you know as much as we have these conversations during the week when i sit down and i watch twin peaks i usually i don't i'm not trying to because i can't i just let it wash over me you know and so i'm just fully ready for that but it is going to be sad <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Let's still just yeah. kind of, you know, we want to talk about, um, obviously, you know, more of our impressions on the last episode that kind of bleed into uh, the, the finale. Do you think that we're going to have some kind of big, excuse me, resolution with Sarah um, here in the next couple of hours?
0: No, that's what I mean. That could be it for her as well. Oh, you, you know, think I mean, it, so? Oh. It really could be. It could be like, okay, we just saw that tease that she's in the fucking Jumping Man. and We don't see anything else this season. Because, I mean, that's the thing. It's, that's what's so crazy about this is that they've uh, held out like Cooper showing back up. And, like, it's really getting con- condensed here in the final two episodes where they're going to have to wrap it up while they were just, like, you know, in Dougieville for a few episodes. Um, right. So, yeah, I think that's possible. I and mean, I would love to see her come back. And I would love to see what the fuck that means, you know. But um, I don't know. Do you think
1: that if we go back to the above the convenience store scene, which I, I, I think that you know, the only reason why I say that um, is because of that other shot that we saw in one of the final teaser trailers of the staircase with the, it was kind of like a shaky cam and there was some oh, yeah, kind of right. electricity. Yeah. and we thought maybe that was the Sarah Palmer staircase originally before the series started. Now we know that is the staircase. Uh, that leads well you know is in the uh, convenience store scene and we haven't seen that shot yet so i'm assuming that we're going to see that shot and my question to you is and i think you you posed this to me after episode 15 with Jeffries, is that do you think Jeffries that's all sewed up that's completely done or there's still something you know uh important relevant to the Jeffries character um that's obviously somehow tied to mr c's end game
0: no, I think he's I think he's retired. I think that's it. The I think teapot smoke yeah. coordinates. Unless there's cuz there's one thing that like okay, so somehow Mr. C's going to have to be foiled, right? Like ultimately foiled somehow. Someone's going to have to do it. If it's not going to be Cooper, maybe there is some help from some uh, Jeffries or someone planted this or something happened, you know, where where someone else tripped him up. But I wouldn't think he's going to show up in the lodge of the tea kettle having any any dialogue. <laughs> well, yeah, it's one thing I can't
1: think about with the Jeffries thing is I'm still so uncertain, you know, you know which Side he's on and who he was like communicating with. Obviously, he admitted to communicating with Ray, but was all of the messages that that were sent to Ray or that Ray was talking to Jeffries another Jeffries. Uh, because the whole thing with Ray being given the ring to like kill Cooper and to put or Mister C and to put the ring on, which would have you know you transported him back to Black Lodge. Well, that's that's one little. Plot angle to eliminate Mr. C, but then we were just introduced to these false coordinates in the last episode with the stone the electric and portals. the yeah. electrical portal, which very well may be tied to Ray and Jeffrey's coordinates. So that's like that was another an additional uh, like uh, plan B if plan A didn't work for Mr. C that they just threw you know at us here at the at the very end. So I, I just don't know all the mo- unless and this goes back to one of your big, big, big little theories from the very beginning is if somehow Albert is complicit in this because the whole thing with Albert is becoming so fascinating because he really is the link. It's not Diane, but Albert is the link between Cooper, Mr. C., and Jeffries. I mean, he is right there in the middle, and he said so himself in part four where Jeffries called him to get a message to Cooper and then ultimately whoever that guy in Columbia was, their man in Columbia died. But Albert is in the middle and there just might be something that we're going to get here in the next hour or two, some big reveal with Albert, like we got with Diane, but I can't believe it's going to be another Tulpa. I just think it's going to be some level of information, some deep background that's going to come to light. And then Albert, you know, we're going to get the true like you know story behind what his motives are.
0: I just want to know who said uh, in episode two, I will be in, want to be with Bob again. I just want to know that. That's all I want to know. That's the only answer you want. Right. That's all the only answer. If I get that one wrapped up, all the other shit it could be a mystery till next season, which may happen well, what in 2022, think? but i think take it. Wait, what do I think? I Would think it's you... a great possibility. That's what I mean. That's why I've I've been, you know, I haven't banged the drums uh, steadily on that one because it seemed like that one wasn't true. And, and Albert hasn't done anything lately to, you know, seem suspicious, but, uh, I still think it's a good possibility cuz I think there's going to be some crazy fucking twist that we don't expect and something like that would be would be insane. But there's like a million possibilities, you know. I really right. don't know and I de- I mean, I'll say that that I think it's possible but probably not cuz I still think that it seems like Albert and Cole are good characters, you know, they are true men, right. you know, that mentioned, you know, so that he's not going to do that. But boy, that would be a fucking super. And I, if it still sounds just like him, if you ask me in episode two on that phone call, <laughs> right? I wanna know who, right. They, did they have the voice? Like, did they have it in the credits? I want to go back and look like voice. I on phone. I don't think so. Yeah. No, no I, don't
1: <laughs> I don't think so. Well, don't you wish that they, since they've been in Buckhorn really for seemingly forever, that there would have been another scene. With uh, uh, Constance, with Jane Adams and Albert, whether she's at the motel room or another dinner, time. they didn't even a have time to show. That, they didn't have
0: time to show the Mitchell brothers say, "Dougie, you got out of your coma." Like they don't have time for this <laughs> shit. They're just moving fast now. now I just, I liked pace. Mackley
1: and uh, and Constance, and you know, I, we, obviously, we're not. going to Maybe Constance will
0: show up in the. I was wondering, do you think there'd be like an epilogue to this? You know, we don't have time for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> will there be an epilogue?
1: Oh, <laughs> yes. I hope not. Maybe Constance I don't want...
0: shows up with Albert, and they're all happy. <laughs> no I, wasn't yeah, there an epilogue know, in Blue Velvet though well the wasn't whole there an kind of epilogue in
1: Wild at Heart yeah there was yeah you're right okay, okay. that's well yeah that's you're awesome. right I, well I don't, yeah I don't think we're All gonna right, go well to any go last off.
0: thoughts for this episode um, our episode d-
1: Oh, yeah, no. Um, oh, I could keep going, but I, I think you're right. We've got to save some ammo for our big, big, big preview show. Yeah, we're
0: going to go up all night on Friday. We're going to try to yeah, just, I mean, maybe 24. just stay up until just an entire constant <laughs> podcast until Sunday. And then just keep going afterwards <laughs> through Labor Day. <laughs> right. I would love Hour to. Hour 277. <laughs> we're still on the air. We're not giving it up. Yeah. Oh, I've uh, got
1: more rabbit holes I could go down, but I think I'll save them for Friday.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, uh, yeah, we're going to see you guys Friday. Uh, actually, you know, it's really technically Saturday. Saturday, because It's Friday on the West Coast when we shoot it, so early Saturday morning, you guys can listen to our next podcast. In the meantime, uh, we love all your ideas, your comments, everything you're sending us. We're having such a great time on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, you can find us on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, I think. I don't know. All those things. Uh, we love all the five-star reviews. Uh, until next time, thanks for listening.